You are Locked On Browns, your daily podcast covering the Cleveland Browns, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, however it applies for your Thursday edition of the show. Your host, Jeff Lloyd, going to ride solo here as you're going to get my pre-combine mock draft, your local expert on the biggest stories Cleveland Browns-wise for your daily delivery of all things dog pound uh first things first you know through the combine thus far stuff pete and i have told you through uh the daily podcast the big show is that you know the browns to looking at rookie tackles they've already had meetings with five of them analytically you're not going to go the free agent route here and pay 15 million dollars for a tackle that some other franchise didn't want to extend when you can draft one and pay him two-thirds less money, analytical approach. You look for the guys you want. Um, I love the way this team has set up these meetings. The players have said they've gone in. Browns have showed them clips of what they really like about their game. They showed them some clips of some stuff they thought, thought they were going to need some work with going further. It's really done very nicely. Um, like real well-run NFL franchises do business. With that, we're going to start getting going here on the mock. We've spoken, obviously, a lot. On you know we do believe this draft starts at three. There won't be any trades in this mock, so we're just going to try to mix and match players. Number one overall, um, Cincinnati. Joe Burrow. I mean, it's the quietest secret going. Um, Cincinnati will re try to rekindle the the fire, so to speak, with Joe Burrow as their signal caller. The Ohio kid heads back home. The Washington Redskins will get the best player in this draft. Um, if they want to get cute to maybe get some more picks because this is a franchise that's going to start to lack in getting free agents with the way they're run, it's understandable for our intents and purposes here. Chase Young, two overall to the Washington Redskins. I do believe at three overall, Detroit is probably going to look, and this is another issue with a franchise like Detroit, is you can't always get the most desirable free agents. So you want to get a shutdown, lockdown, cornerback one, hands down the best cornerback in the class, you got to draft them. You're not going to get these players to come to Detroit. Jeffrey Okuda heads off to Detroit. Fantastic player. If you've heard any of the wide receivers this week talk at the Combine this far, as far as anybody who is coming anywhere near playing Ohio State, they were asked who the best cornerback they faced this year. Almost everybody to the man. Jeffrey Okuda. Number four overall. Um, the reason I like this mix here of Makai Becton to the Giants is Daniel Jones has fumbling issues, um, and you know, with the interceptions as well, you know, started to cut down on that towards the end of the season, but he does have fumbling issues. And the way the Giants do business, and Dave Gettleman, they're old school in their thinking, but you want that brick wall of a left tackle. So this way, Daniel Jones does not have to worry about what he cannot see, because you're hoping a guy like Mekhi Becton is going to solve that issue. Five overall. Uh, Miami baby throwing up smoke screens, saying they like this quarterback and Herbert or different things of that nature. I get it. And, you know, again, this time of season, guys, believe nothing. You know, there's no reason to believe anything. A lot of it is uh, fodder to attack Leibola. I think when you were trying to bring back a franchise, and obviously the Dolphins have three first-round picks in this first round. You look at a kid like Tua, this is a guy you can probably build around, the heart and soul of the kid. Everybody you listen to coming out of you know Alabama, the way they talk about him, this is a guy you build around. Even though I may have my doubts about the player, 
And a lot of it is probably because of injury. Um, but this is the guy you gamble on. You know, Tua is the guy that players will go to, will rally around. Just makes too much sense. Last Los Angeles Chargers at six. Could they really believe that Tyrod Taylor is, you know, run with them for a year? Could they be a landing spot for Marcus Mariota? Or if you're Anthony Lynn and you're trying to keep your gig, do you say, I'm going to get my franchise quarterback? Justin Herbert lit up Mobile, six foot six. The guy's just a big kid. Um, you heard about today in the bench presses. He was there trying to get everybody rallied up to give up a great performance, a special performance. If I'm the Chargers and I have some really nice pieces on defense, I got to find out if I can get the franchise quarterback here. If they believe Justin Herbert's that guy, which I think they're probably going to do, Justin Herbert, six overall to the Los Angeles Chargers. Carolina, this leaves them in a tough position. You're hearing some thoughts over the last couple of days that maybe they will rerun with Cam Newton, see what they have there. If that's the case, you just lost a star in the heart and soul of your defense in Luke Keekley. You are going to have to replace that somehow, some way. You are going to need somebody to get people on the ground. Isaiah Simmons, this seems to be the spot for him. You put him in here. You've got a 100 tackle guy per year. You have versatility with the player. You can do many things with him. Just seems too perfect to put Isaiah Simmons here in Carolina. Arizona, with the re-signing of DJ Humphreys, the tackle. And look, DJ Humphreys isn't a terrible player. He's the average tackle. But this gave Arizona a lot of opportunity to probably go best available here. And looking at last year, they did draft a bunch of wide receivers. Didn't get any real return on that investment just yet. They're running the ball well. You've got Kyler Murray. Larry Fitzgerald is going to come back. That's fantastic. Larry is not the guy he used to be. Still serviceable. Why not bring in a wide receiver here? Somebody that can, A, pick Larry Fitzgerald's brain for a year. And any receiver you're getting here is going to have a ton of talent. Jerry Judy, out of Alabama, to the Arizona Cardinals at pick overall. Jacksonville Jaguars. Um, looks like Yannick uh, Nagakwe is going to go on to somewhere else Sign. A huge, huge deal. You've just moved on from Marcel Darius. You have questions about whether or not you're going to keep Kalai Campbell, uh, Clayus Campbell. You've got to do something defensive line here. Derek Brown is still here. Derek Brown is an absolute beast of a man. How he moves as well as he does at 325 plus, I have no idea. But uh, you sneak him in here, um, at least sure up one area. You know, see what you have in Minshew. You got some, you know, young players at the wide receiver position. See how that all progresses. Jacksonville Jaguars, Derek Brown out of Auburn. Our Cleveland Browns on the clock at 10 overall here. And maybe it'll only be a possibility of two tackles here, but I think this is going to break the way the Cleveland Browns needed to break. Andrew Thomas, Tristan Wirfs, uh, obviously Jedrick Will, Jedrick Wills available as well. I'm going to go Andrew Thomas here. A lot of this will be based on the testing that's about to come on Friday for these guys. And remember, folks, NFL Combine coverage, 4 o'clock to 11 o'clock. Get used to it. It's a little different. You know, obviously, it's going to be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. A little bit different this year. But go ahead, check that on out, um, and we'll see how these uh, big fellas test on Friday. We'll see who tests again. You know, it's a whole new ballgame this year with the way the NFL is running the Combine. So just keep your eyes out for that, but we're going to want to see how these big guys move around. Tristan Wirfs may put up a great workout, great workout, but I think if Andrew Thomas puts up an average to okay workout, I think Andrew Thomas 
could be the guy here. As we always talk about, apparel companies here in Cleveland, everybody's trying to make a couple of bucks, which I love. Support them all. My guys, though, my folks, the Zabo family. Craig Zabo and his family, S-Z-A-B-O. Fantastic folks. Die-hard Browns fans. Coda Road Games. Uh, Craig, veteran, two kids actively serving. Uh, I just love the product. I love the thought process behind it. It comes with a heart. It's not so much a rush because something cool happened or a, you know, Jesus, Tony type of moment. It's more thought out. It's more about the franchise. It's more about the team. Zabo Apparel, my friends. Go ahead, check it out. At Zabo Apparel, S-Z-A-B-O, on Twitter, on Instagram, ZaboApparel.com. Go ahead. You need something good. Check out the fine folks over at Zabo. Brings us to the New York Jets at 11. Could go a bunch of ways here. Um, the Jets could use some pass rush. They could use some offensive line help. Could use a wide receiver if they don't sign Robbie Anderson. Um, where I'm going to go with this one is I'm going to go ahead and just solve this for them. Jedrick Wills, number 11 overall. Jedrick can play on the left side, on the right side. They need help drastically. Sam Darnold needs his help. Plug in Jedrick Wells to the New York Jet. Jedrick Wills. Las Vegas Raiders, one of two selections. Number 12 overall. Raiders are an interesting, interesting bunch. You're going to take this to Las Vegas. You want to see some progression here, um, especially with all that's invested in that stadium. Looks gorgeous. You know, I don't see how it's not going to be Derek Carr, even though you want to hear some people say blah, 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 blah. I'm going to go the Al Davis theory here. And if there was one guy Al Davis would wake up out of the gray four in this draft, it would be Henry Ruggs. That speed, that deep down play threat, everything that was the Oakland Raiders. Henry Ruggs III to the Las Vegas Raiders with pick 12 over. Brings us to the Indianapolis Colts. Some help is needed here drastically. Um, a lot of this is going to come down to Phillip Rivers. And if I'm Phillip Rivers and I'm looking at the Colts and I'm looking at the Tampa Bay Bucks, obviously both teams in the same spot here, who's closer to the playoffs? Um, look, being closer to your family, Phillip's always been close. He's a family man. Maybe now it's about, you know, making a run in the playoffs here. One last time, if I'm Phillip Rivers, I'm probably going to go to the Colts. So if that's the case, what do we do to get the Colts closer to the Chiefs? Closer, uh, you know, just to these top competitors in this division. Whether it's the, how do you get over the South? How do you get over the Titans? I think you get Phillip Rivers. You get a weapon like C.D. Lamb to go along with, you know, T.Y. You know, uh, Hilton. You've got players on defense. I'm going to go C.D. Lamb here at the Colts. At 13 overall. Brings us right here next to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, you look at the box. Shaq Barrett, what, are you going to resign him? Or are you not going to resign him? Shaq Barrett's going to go for a ton of money. A Drew Rosenhaus client. So my thinking there is you are not going to get this possibility to keep him around. So Tampa Bay, I am going to go ahead and give Caleb Alonche some. At LSU, a tad bit of a project. Does need a little bit of work and some finishing. But he's got the overall skill, and he's got the natural ability to bend. And the ankle flexion, if everybody remembers that one, 
to be a dominant pass rusher down the line, somebody that can give you some of the production that you're probably going to lose in a guy like Shaq Barrett. This brings us to the Denver Broncos at 15, which is interesting here. Um, if you know anybody talks, you know and, and knows the name Ben Albright, Ben says a lot of this is going to be buying a defense, building an offense. Questions on the offensive line. This guy probably should not be available here. Go get it done. He should test really well, Tristan Wirfs. He's got that track background out of Iowa, still just a pop at 21 years old. I think he can play the left side if you want him to. Obviously, they can use him on the right. They can do whatever they want with him. Go get you a Tristan Wirfs. Help out with that running game. Obviously, you know, you've had uh, Lindsey there who's done a nice job. Another solid blocker to help Drew Locke with the progression. You've got some guys at the wide receiver position. Tristan Wirfs, 15 overall to the Denver Broncos. Takes us to the Atlanta Falcons. Um, and Atlanta, it was looking really, really bad there. Like they were just going to move on, blow up, and you know, with a late rush towards the end of the season, you know, they were able to keep Dan Quinn and the staff around. So what do you do here? You're not getting enough pass rush. Vic Beasley was a colossal bust as a draft choice for that franchise. Uh, I'll go A.J. Espenza here. The thing with A.J. is I think he's growing as a player. He's long. He's strong. He's another one from Iowa with, with that track background. Plays to run better than some of these other guys do at the edge position. A.J. Espenza to the Atlanta Falcons at 16 overall. Brings you to the Dallas Cowboys at 17. Uh, Dallas last year, you know, the offense was able to do some things. Defense at times faltered. I'm looking at a gentleman like Javon Kinlaw here. Another massive human who moves really well. Shut it down at the com at the senior bowl because he was just destroying everybody and there was no reason to risk anything. Out of South Carolina, Javon Kinlaw to the Dallas Cowboys at 17 overall. Now you look at the Miami Dolphins. Plenty of ways to go with this. Sadly, the tackle class really didn't break for them like they were probably hoping here. Um, some of these names not necessarily here, the guys that are looking at. Um, so do you just wait it out here with pick 26, or do you go get a guy you think can get it done? I'm going to give him the tackle. Um, with bringing Tua in, you're going to want that assurance, especially with his injury history. Josh Jones, out of Houston, 18 overall to the Miami Dolphins, 5 tackles. That would be 5 tackles in the first 18 picks. Here we are again. The Oakland Raiders. Um, I, I, this one just makes too much sense to me. Um, you've gotten your help on the offense. You're going to go back down to the SEC. And we all know Mike Mayock loves those players who play at the big schools, play in the big games. Grant Elpit. Um, look, you have your concerns about his tackling. It didn't work out this year. It didn't look good at times. That's not the best part. Of, that wasn't the best part of Grant Delpit's game. The best part of Grant Delpit's game is playing center field, creating turnovers. Really, really good player. He's here. You're trying to open up uh, your franchise in a new city. You're trying to open it up in Las Vegas, a place that can draw. Guess what? You can get guys, Alabama fans. You can get LSU fans to say, hey, you know what? We're going to do Vegas for a weekend. We're going to go have a good time in Vegas. We're going to see some of our former players that we loved at our schools. You know, that getting those names in there, big names from big time college football programs, smart way to do business if you are the Las Vegas Raiders. So, 19 overall brings us again to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Obviously, this pick is part of the Jalen Ramsey move. 
what do you do here if you're Jacksonville? You've already gotten a big old bad man at defensive line. You have a running back, so you're not looking there. Do you need help at the cornerback position? Oh, yeah, you probably do. So you look at that, couple of names available here, and it isn't, you know, we've talked on the big show here. It's a very, very interesting group as far as the cornerbacks. You're not necessarily who you're going to jump to. Uh, why don't you just go with someone close? C.J. Henderson out of Florida. Makes a lot of plays. Yeah, he's a tad bit undersized. But, you know, the right mix of physicality. Knows how to break routes up. Interesting player. Good player. C.J. Henderson, 20 overall to the Jacksonville Jaguars. I uh, hope everybody listened to the sisters today. That's what P said. Um, Brittany, uh, Bree, and obviously Meredith, and talking hand size, you know, talking about you know, why do the fan bases of all the three pro teams in Cleveland battle with each other. But the girls do a fantastic job. Spotify, iTunes, that's what P said. If you ain't listening, you ain't subscribed, get on that now, please. We are now on two playoff teams and you look at the Philadelphia Eagles first up here it's not gone well Alshon Jeffries most likely going to be moved on the injuries are becoming too much Deshaun Jackson just isn't can't give you the sustainability it's great when he's healthy but you're not getting it otherwise you look at that offense they run and it's fun it's creative Reich is doing a nice job with that I'm going to slip in here LaVisca Chanel why I like this is, is he can do more than just play receiver. He can run the ball. Um, Yak, he's got it in spades. He ain't tackling his kid. He's thick. He's a brick with the ball in his hands. Levisca Chanel, 21 overall to the Philadelphia Eagles. Buffalo Bills on the clock. And it's not been perfect for the Bills the way this is broken either. Um, the receiver you're truly looking for is already gone in Henry Ruggs. I see something like Henry Ruggs. He can get deep. He makes plays. Jalen Rager, Texans Christian, you need this guy for Josh Allen. It's great that he can throw at 70 yards, but if you ain't got somebody that can get the ball 70 yards down, you know, run the patterns that deep. You know, John Brown is great. A second John Brown would be probably better to open this up underneath Jalen Rager, Texas Christian University, to the Buffalo Bills at 22. Again, like we did with you know, the few shows and with uh, you know when Pete was doing the pre-combine mock, drafting 23 overall, the New England Patriots just seems strange, strange, strange to say it. Uh, looks most likely Devin McCourty is going to get moved on from here. Um, Bills relationship, Nick Saban, obviously always a good one. I see the name Xavier McKinney sitting here. Um, it's going to be interesting how the Patriots play this. Are you going to start looking at What's going to be the future of the New England Patriots? Or is it, hey, can we take one more run at the Kansas City Chiefs? Do we have that? Baltimore Ravens, do we have that to run with these guys? If you're going to go that route, Xavier McKinney out of Alabama becomes an awfully appealing pick right here. Brings you to the New Orleans Saints. Again, another franchise, similar situation. What do you need to get it done to get yourself to the NFC Championship game. Could go probably a myriad of ways here. What I look at here is Michael Thomas is everything. If you can get Traquan Smith to stay healthy, you've got that deep threat. Justin Jefferson, Drew Brees, seems like a filthy, 
filthy relationship that could work out really well. His route running is ridiculously good. Justin Jefferson, LSU, stays down in a bayou country, uh, starts working with uh, Drew Brees, gets his NFL career off to a flying start for Justin Jefferson to the New Orleans Saints. Vikings, and this is, you know, and we've talked about this one here. The Minnesota Vikings could go 10-6 and six next year. They could go 6-10. and 10. This has probably got to be one where you go absolute best player available. They're going to need help at the cornerback position. Um, most likely, Everson Griffin looks like he's going to be back. Probably always can still use more pass rush. I'm looking what it's available. Running back's probably not a fit here. Uh, you, know, you look at the Ed's position, maybe it is. Interior defensive line, Neville Galmore, Oklahoma. I like this fit. If anything, it's a player that's going to has value, however this coaching staff works out for the next couple of years. Really quick on the inside. Big, big-time motor, Neville Galmore, Minnesota Vikings. Miami Dolphins on the clock, 26 overall. The Dolphins have already added a tackle. They've already added the quarterback into a tackle of Ola. You're going to go get something on the defensive side of the ball. Um, you look at cornerbacks available. Eh. You look at edge, and I see Yachir Gross Matos. Um, brings back some Jonathan Taylor type of vibe. Not compare. I'm sorry, uh, Jason Taylor vibes, not comparing him, just, you know, but where the you know, body needs some work. So let's go. You tour uh, Gross Matos out of Penn State to the Miami Dolphins at 26 overall. We come on over to the Seattle Seahawks. And, you know, offensive line help is always needed. Certainly a possibility. Wide receivers, obviously, they hit on a gem of a draft choice last year. With a uh, you know with DK Metcalf, it obviously worked out really well for them. Offensive tackle up, uh, they need it. There's no question about it. And you look what's available here, and you dig on through. And obviously with five already gone, it's not as deep as you'd like it to be. Uh, so you know you're going to have to do some work here. Austin Jackson, USC connection, makes sense. Obviously Pete Carroll's got you know his days there. Um, Austin Jackson, you know, got his weight up good. Looks pretty good here so far in the combine. We'll see if he works out. Austin Jackson, Seattle. Baltimore Ravens, my first thought is to give them no one. Take a zero. But, of course, you know, for the sake of this, we're going to have to go ahead and get this on done. So you look you know, at what's around here and uh, you know whether or not they're going to be able to keep Judon. Uh, I'm going to probably stick here and go edge. I'll go Terrell Lewis out of Alabama. Uh, just you need help there. It's always good to have more than one, even if they're able to wait to keep Judon, and then there'll be you know life after Judon. Uh, Lewis, Alabama, uh, 28 overall to the Baltimore Ravens. Brings us to the Tennessee Titans. Um, Derrick Henry, Tannehill, Conklin. Me personally, if I am the Tennessee Titans, I'm signing Conklin. I am signing Derrick Henry. I'm signing some sort of veteran quarterback, and I'll draft a rookie because um, that's the bread and butter of your game. It ain't the passing game. So I'll bring Jordan Love to the Tennessee Titans, whether it's you know some sort of you know, Ryan Fitzpatrick type. I'm getting something in here for, as a bridge until Jordan Love is ready. But uh, if it's my choice between those three players, I'll keep Conklin and Henry. I uh, Henry. Um, don't think Tannehill is going to be the guy. 
I'm going to keep. There's just not been enough time in Tennessee. There certainly wasn't enough time in Miami where I'm going to move away from what is the foundation of my offense, and that's running the ball and playing, you know, and obviously playing good defense along with it. Ryan Tannehill, in my opinion, didn't do enough this year for me to, toward, you know, basically change the course of what I do as a franchise. Now, I just cannot see it. Green Bay Packers on the clock at 30 overall. Green Bay is another interesting one here. Um, spent a lot here on the defense the last few years. It's probably time to start replenishing this offense. Um, you just, you know, you have good receivers. I mean, well, you have one good receiver. You have a bunch of young guys. Nobody's really established themselves there. So I need something. I look at T. Higgins out of Clemson here. If he's going to run like he says he's going to run, which I'm not really sure, I believe T. Higgins is going to run in the 4-4s. He does his size, his acrobatic ability catching the ball. T. Higgins, Green Bay Packers at 30 overall. The San Francisco 49ers. Pretty much good everywhere. Run the ball, offensive line, great linebacking crew, pretty good secondary crew. What can you do to make this even better? Um, and this is one where I'm actually going to put a checker on a checker here with what Pete did. Uh, Jeff Gladney um, got the ability. Um, question going to be how he tests, but he's got those long arms. Able to sink the hips, gets on wide receivers like glue. You know, Richard Sherman, the life won't go on forever. Jeff Gladney to the San Francisco 49ers. Kansas City Chiefs at 32, your Super Bowl champions. What do you do here? Uh, you have every running back on the board. And to me, right away, that looks really, really appealing. And he may not test the best, but you want that combination of a receiver. You want that combination of a runner. And I just close my eyes and I just see it so perfectly. And I see him sitting here from the Ohio State University, J.K. Dobbins. Heads on out to be part of that Kansas City offense. Just too, too perfect. Um, and again, the Chiefs just continue to roll on and uh you know with Mahomes and you're going to want a running back on a cheap contract because Patrick's going to make a ton of money so there you have it that is my pre-combine mock draft uh thank you everybody appreciate you all for listening along here uh you know more combine coverage tomorrow make sure you're checking me out on my twitter account at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd as always guys in the uh you know itunes rating reviews need them gotta have them please 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 need it uh, so, you, you know, obviously a bunch on social media tomorrow. Uh, combine tests himself, kick off at 4. Uh, the goal is to sit down about 11, get you a late-night show tomorrow night. We're going to try to cover these, you know, these three nights that go 4 to 11, which will be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That's our goal is to get you guys taken care of in that capacity. Uh, with that, this has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB. Let's go Browns.